But all right. Woof. We get a lot. We got a lot of joke. Tim, take kick us off with your takeaways. All right. Well, we started off with whether or not you had a pedantic definition of data products. And you said, yes, but it doesn't really matter. The noun or whatever you want to think of as data products is not the goal. That's not the point. The point is the verb, managing data products, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the act of data product management. That's what matters. Yeah. Uh, the noun verb thing is Brian T. O'Neill's, not mine. So I, don't, I want to give him credit. All right. <laughs> so reinforced, further supported yeah. by you. Um, and yeah. uh, it doesn't have to be that specific. We don't have to be that specific. But if you do have to be more specific, then really it's, you know, it's that thing that's providing value for the organization. It has a customer. It has a user. Uh, you gave this story of uh, an organization you worked with where you were uh, they were working on building out the credit models. And those credit models were the data product, which I think kind of, you know, it goes into this idea that, you know, is it resonating with business people? Is it outcome oriented? Is it value oriented? And, um, you know, is uh, it doesn't have to be a narrow definition, right? It's the definition that makes sense for your organization. And yeah. uh, you mentioned how expansive that definition kind of depends on the maturity of your organization, right? Uh, you know, what what is the unit of solving a problem in your organization? Maybe it's a dashboard, maybe it's a recommendation engine, right? Uh, but, uh, you know, depending on your organization, maybe that doesn't make sense. So don't get too pedantic. Don't get stuck in data modeling roundabout when, when <laughs> trying to figure out uh, what the hell is a data product. Uh, but definitely have a definition, have a vocabulary in your organization. Um, you mentioned, uh, you know, really think about is there a market for it and sort of data product management is this idea is like, is there a market for this yeah. thing? Right. And so similarly, is there an internal or external market for this data? And then we talked a little bit about sort of data products and Gen AI kind of working together. And you mentioned that, uh, you know, there's three kinds of data products or I'm sorry, uh, of sort of Gen AI data products. One of them is more sort of a co-pilot aspect, which is LMs creating the code or the contract, and then you run it. Um, there's more of a classification sentiment kind of use case or, or model around Gen AI. And then the third was like where the LLM is the data product itself. Like you mentioned chat GPT is a data product. And actually I, I hadn't heard that before. That was new for me to hear that sentence said. And I think yeah. that that is helpful because I think a lot of folks out there you know, think of uh, ChatGPT as a tool. They think of it as a service, um, yeah. but they're not thinking of it as a data product, which I think puts a new and important lens on it. Yeah. So I think that was good. Um, you know, LLMs can help for the different stages of the data product management lifecycle. So you mentioned how it can help with mapping the business questions in. It can help with developing the data product. You could be the data product. It can help you to deliver and enable around the data product. So thinking about how Gen AI fits into the data lifecycle more broadly is important because it can help in lots of different areas. Um, and uh, if you're talking to a sort of business users, sometimes you need to reframe the problem with them. And that's sort of a skill around product managers and also similarly around data product management. Um, really think about how things are going to get adopted, how they're going to use, how they're going to provide value. And so much more. But Juan, I'm going to pass it over to you. What, what were your takeaways? We talked a lot about roles, right? And these, these yep. topologies, we get the platform team versus product teams. Like this is how it works for software teams. Something similar should probably happen in data. In software, you have product managers who are a specialized role. It isn't like DevOps or Agile. It's, it's really a job. So the data product managers are probably something similar. We were talking about where, the, where should the power be, right? Where should well, the data team should be where the power is. But we also know that the power moves in large organizations. 
and larger data, the power's all over the place. So I think that's something interesting to think about. So as a data professional, how do you start to take advantage of generative AI innovations and data product management? I love what you said, start to push on things, test and see how much you can push on these things and how folks react. I think that's a really important takeaway right there. Understand that very few companies will actually nail software product management. So you, they don't nail it. So you have to set the true expectations because you're probably not gonna nail data product management from the beginning. Uh, develop that language to speak to the business value, the problems that people are experiencing, start to move into that position. Communication is so key on this and getting that right language. And, and that's and this is kind of more of the organic bottoms up approach. I mean, also you can do the top down, just bring in the pitch from leadership and making sure that you get an initiative over there. And then we talk about like the, the data, this data friction, right? We need to be able to go focus on the business value of data. We need to understand the cost benefit of things, right? Yeah. Uh, and understand why does a finance group care about? It? Why does the marketing group care about this stuff? Like really, truly understand that. And in, in going through this whole discussion, like LLM wasn't like the focus of our discussion because it's just a tool, right? And I like what you said. You want to build an LLM or you just want to go use an LLM to go solve a business problem? So, and, and then finally, wrapping up with your T-shirt, I, I, definitely just look up John uh, on his T-shirt on LinkedIn. But just in a nutshell, if start with the business problem first because if you start with the data first, it's a dead end. You go through the wilderness of data sourcing. There's the data modeling roundabout, and be careful because you can end up a lot over there. There's the data contracts user testing, and then you have a, a production straight away and to hit uh, kind of your final value. But at the end, I think we acknowledge that this should be like going back. Yeah, it should be like, cycles. yeah, absolutely right. The loop. How, how yeah. did we do? What did we miss? I think we, uh, we covered a lot, actually. Didn't, didn't dive into much technical stuff, did we? Which is. Uh... <laughs> This was just less than an hour. I knew that we would need more time, but yeah, indeed, um, indeed. Well, yeah. so we needed. Well, we'll have another episode later, sooner than later, on diving into more yeah. technical issues. We'll do a follow up, uh, a techie follow up. That'd be so awesome. To, to wrap up, three questions: What's your advice about data, about life, whatever you want? Uh, who should we invite right. next, and what resources do you follow? So, um, my advice. Oh, blimey. Um, so. Me I'm, I'm, me, I'm always curious, right? And there's a way, the way I learn, right? Because I've got some neurodiversity and stuff, so I struggle to read textbooks, so I always try and like do stuff. So I was playing with GGML the other day. I was brushing off my C and actually writing some C in it for a long time, about 30 years. For me, it's all that yeah, curiosity and understanding, really. I, I want to understand how things work. There's lots of, I think there's lots of um, challenges with people just, you know, saying, oh, it's going to do this and this, this, and make an assumption, go in and check it out and be curious and try it out. So that, that, that's kind of my mantra. That's why I'm still in the industry for 30 years later. I just love, love going and playing and actually still being curious around that. What was the second one? Sorry, sorry, it's getting a bit late now, so my brain's not working <laughs> real well. <laughs> who, who should we invite next? Who should we invite next? So I reckon you should get some data product managers on there, some ones who are actually doing doing, doing the job. Are there anyone that you, can, you want to call out here publicly? Yeah, so there's Nick. I, I can't pronounce his last name. Zebaduis. He's a, he's a he's a guy. There's Brian T O'Neill, who's a, he's very much around that. There's there's so yes, Brian, Nick, Nick, Brian has already been on the podcast. Definitely. Okay. So Nick, and Nick his podcast, good one. Who's awesome. Yeah, he's actually doing the role. He's actually doing the data product manager role. So you really drill the, the life, they the trenches of actually someone doing this kind of role. So that that'd be quite a, quite a nice good follow on. And then and finally, third one. What resources do you follow? I mean, people, books, magazine, podcasts, conferences. I don't know. So um, I, I, I get a lot of um, uh, feeds from things like Medium and DZone and stuff like that. It's where I get a lot of um, my content around sort of understanding about LLMs and this kind of stuff. That's that's typically where I do, where, where I get get my 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 um, you know 
my thoughts and that kind of stuff. Um, I do a lot, obviously do a lot of Googling when I say, oh, what about that? And I'll go and try it out. So I tend to be more trying to trying to find the information and actually work stuff through. Um, obviously, chats like this are just are absolutely brilliant. And we have a lot of these on. We had, had, a, had a drunken chat in a, in, a, in a taxi with Chris Tab coming back from Big Data London today, which was fantastic. We did a podcast last night around that kind of stuff, around data contract <laughs> and stuff. So, um, I wish yeah, I could there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. So, and, and that 30 conversation at Big Data London around, around various different things. So, that to me is that that, that is absolutely gold because I'm also very impatient. I just want to get to the nub of the thing very, very quickly. So, you know, to me, it's trying to fight, trying to zero in that kind of Wow, John, this was fantastic. I'm so glad we finally got this. Uh, it all worked out. We scheduled it uh, while we were at Big Data London. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. As a reminder, next week, our guest is Samia Rahman. She's the Director of Enterprise Data Strategy and Governance at CGIN. And I think I'm actually going to be in Chicago, and she's in Chicago, so we're going to do a live over there. Uh, so it'll be a fun discussion. She's all a lot of data mesh and data product discussion continuing that one, on, and governance too. But John, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Really excited that you're finally here as a guest. Uh, and cheers. Happy. Cheers. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's been absolutely awesome. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm awake, so it's all good. <laughs> all right. Cheers, John. Cheers. Thanks a lot.